0: Okay, John chapter 17. Last week I promised that we would get here, and we are here. Um, It's going to be good, man. It's going to be a good sermon. Pretty much, I'm just going to read it, you know. Um, John chapter 17, if you are in your, using your phone, English Standard Version, it's a little hummy, Cody. You make it a bit softer. Or, or back the gain off a little. Um, okay, before I read John chapter 17, which is uh, Jesus' prayer pre the cross, okay? Uh, he had, he's finished his three-year journey. He knows that his... Uh, His time of glorification is at hand, um, and God glorifying himself in Christ on the cross, yeah? Um, and only he knew what was coming after that, but still, the, not just the cross, but the beating, the betrayal, the abandonment, the mocking, I mean, just the whole weight of what Jesus had to endure, okay? Okay? And so we, we get this beautiful prayer uh, in John 17 where it's just Jesus and the Father and John. Like John's like eavesdropping. And praise God for John eavesdropping on Jesus' prayer. Amen? Um, the main thing that we're going to find here, and I, and I hope that you find it. I've read this chapter numerous times and probably the first dozen or so times that I've read it I don't know if I actually grasped the most important aspect of this prayer I mean there's some nuggets in here just some I mean we're going to learn right out from the beginning what eternal life is and what the afterlife has in store for us like, those two things are going to be covered in here, and what we do in between those, you know, and how we glorify Him and just all those things. Like, there's, there's a lot of great pieces in here. And it's, it's a little window, you know? It's a window into the heart of Jesus. Like, and if us ever wonder, like, what somebody's heart is like, what they're thinking, what their thoughts are, you know? Like, say somebody that you're kind of close with, and you're, like, As you you, you all know, like I'm I'm engaged, right, to Stephanie, and she works on Monday nights, and you guys are like, I don't know, I don't believe that you're engaged because I don't ever see her, okay? Um, But but even now, like as we get closer in our relationship and spend more time with each other, there's always these moments—not always, but sometimes there's these moments where I look at her, she looks at me, and I look at her, and she looks at me, and I'm like, what is she thinking? And I'm thinking she's thinking, what am I thinking? You know, and I kind of just want to know what her thoughts are, you know, because not all the time I ask a question, does she give me the answer that I'm at, to the question I'm asking. Like, do you like light or dark? And she doesn't answer light or dark. She finds something else to answer that by. You know, and so it's like communication, and it just gets like hard understanding what other people's thoughts are. But here we have this little window into the very heart and thoughts of Jesus, the things that he values, the things that he feels. And uh, let me just put it out there that I feel the most important part of this prayer is this aspect of our Christianity that is available to all, but not all find it. There's an aspect to our relationship with God that all are invited to partake in, but not all participate the the just the the union, the the like you think about your clothes, right? your clothes, like no unless there's like a thread that's coming out, no thread sticks out amongst the rest. Like you look at your shirt and they're all like interwoven, and, and they become like all these different, you know, this, this yarn and this like, you know, string is all used to be sold and interwoven in, in such a way where none of, that nothing stands out, and all of it are in unison, and it creates this T-shirt. I feel like the most important thing in this prayer is this, this weaving of Jesus and God this intimacy between Jesus and God where you don't know where one starts and the other begins and the other ends. Like, it's just God, the Father, and God, the Son. And it's just this perfect unity. They both have separate parts, but it's just like perfection in a relationship. And I don't know if any of us Experience that perfection in a relationship, because we're we're following we're fallen beings and we get selfish and the and the flesh gets in the way and and it just there's barriers. Amen, amen. You, have you know anybody in here? I've known somebody for like a long time. You know, and there's just I mean, even blood related. You know, like somebody got some siblings in the house, Shaka. Like, you love them. You spent your entire, like, some of you guys, like, who are the older siblings, you spent your entire life, you know, from birth till now with them, and and even though, like, you live with them, and you eat the same food, and, you know, like, wear the same clothes sometimes, and you know each other's odors sometimes, like, it just still, yet, there's barriers in your relationship on going deeper, and here in this Uh, prayer is God the Father and God the Son, and it's just like, you know, like there's, there's no separation. Like it's the perfect relationship. And we're all invited into this place. We're all invited into this union with God. We're all invited, but very few get to arrive there. And I'm, and I'm hoping that not only us here tonight get to take a step closer into our, just the depth of intimacy and connectedness with our Father, but others whom aren't here will see and experience what we have with the Father and hunger for that. How many girls here want a boyfriend or have wanted a boyfriend because you have seen the look on another girl's face when she's in love? Come on, Come on, just throw, throw that up. Throw that up. Throw that up. Okay? You know, like you don't even want a relationship, but you see your friend around you and you're like, oh my God, she's so in love. She's so happy. He loves her, you know? And you're like, I want want a man like that, you know? I'm not going to throw it out to the guys because the guys just be like, Ugh, kidding me? uh, Anyway. That's really my prayer. My my prayer is tonight that we would be able to get from this story, this like, man, Jesus has such an intimacy with God. I I want an intimacy with God. And then I want us to be able to not just talk about it, but experience it so other people around us are going to be like, bro, what's up with you? Why are you like all flirty and stuff? Why are you going above and beyond for this God that you don't even see? I mean, isn't that what John says? The world will know that we are his by our our love. Love. And not just love for one another, but love for God. That pours out into love for one another. Amen? Amen? That's my prayer. Okay? So I'm hoping that We can learn that part in the midst of us reading through John 17. We got that? We good? Amen. Let's pray. Ah, Jesus. Hey, let's do a repeat after me. Jesus, we welcome you tonight. We thank you tonight for being present. Like literally alongside us. Thank you that your word says that your spirit is alongside all those who believe and trust in you. And we believe that. And we trust in that. And so we welcome you to take us deeper. just in that prayer father just for each person in this place what really means those words God to go deeper and to seek you God I pray that you would answer answer that prayer for all those who seek God I pray that they would find for all those who knock God I pray that you would answer for all those who are asking God tonight for more of you Lord be glorified and lifted up on high. Jesus, I pray that you would answer that prayer and meet with them. So much more than something I can do, God. I just say that. Say, Father, speak to me. Come and whisper to me. Teach me how to have a relationship with you. A deep and intimate one. One that's going to change my life. It's going to change the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Okay, John chapter 17. So the context here um, in, in this dialogue that Jesus has with, with God the Father um, is in this mindset for me of discipleship. Last week we started talking about discipleship, amen? If one reaches three people that really desires and and pours into those three so that they will do the same. Really, the the group of 30 of us in here in just a handful of years would be reaching thousands, okay? On our way towards that destination, we got to learn some things, amen? In order for us to be disciplers, we want to make sure that we are discipled, yeah? That we want to be students so that as we are students, we can become disciples. Teachers, amen? And you don't need to know it all. You just got to know more than the person you're teaching. Amen? So tonight's a good lesson, okay? If there's one thing that we would want to pour out into someone else, like say someone new came into this place, yeah? Uh, recently, we had, we had some young young brothers. Uh, uh, Micah came to camp for the first time this summer. Give it up for Brother Micah. Yay! Okay? Um, Logan, not here tonight, but he 's a young guy who who started and and i 've been kind of hanging out with these guys there's no more there's nothing more i don 't want to say that the most important thing that I could pour into them is this connectedness with God, Amen. this conversation relationship where just like Jesus and God the Father. We're so interwoven, it's like a glove on a hand or the yarn, what do you call that? String, yarn, what? thread, thread, thank you. <laughs> the thread that makes your shirts, you know, makes this united thing that you can wear. Like I really desire that, that we get to this place and are able to share with those around us. The, get into a place where they're interwoven and they're interthreaded with god the father does that work threaded not just threaded yeah no amen amen praise the lord inner threaded book of thomas right there okay okay right in the beginning you guys ready john chapter 17 verse 1 when jesus had spoken these words he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said father you gotta like that amen he stops. Hey, get this, get this. In in your prayer life. So many times I, when I'm teaching somebody to pray, or when we get into groups of pray, I just there's not that address, that acknowledgement of the intimate Abba, Father, the Daddy. How many of you guys use that? How many of you guys have heard other people just use God, you know? Jesus, which is cool, or not even say his name, you know, just start talking like, "Oh, thanks for today." Oh, Amen, you know. Right out of the get-go, Jesus starts off his prayer, and 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 really nobody else prayed like this in that time. Nobody prayed with this connectedness to the to God, like Father, Abba, Daddy, like you guys kind of if you guys are, have been around uh, our leaders for, for some time and you've heard us pray, yeah, you're already being immersed into this connectedness of how close some of your leaders are with the Father. Yeah? And so you learn that language already. Jesus is speaking this, and, and nobody else is talking that way. Nobody else is starting a prayer. Hey, Daddy. Nobody starts a prayer like that then. Yeah? it's super important for us like when we when we're talking to god we understand that god is the god creator for sure but he's also like we're his children so that means he's our father you know what i mean and 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 it gets twisted why because our idea of father goes to sometimes our earthly fathers and it doesn't matter how good your earthly father is they're still going to fall very short of who our heavenly father is you know and so we have to get our definition of who God the Father is by where? His Word, amen? Not by our experience, experiential moments with our earthly fathers. Does that work? No. With our experiences with our earthly fathers. Yeah? Because the, 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 the times that we have with our earthly fathers fall, falls very short of the time that we can spend with our heavenly Father. Okay, so let's continue. Okay, I can go on all night right there, right? That's a good, amen? Amen. Good starting point. Number one, daddy. You know, (laughs) how do I start prayer? Daddy. (laughs) You know, like I don't say daddy, but I feel that when I say, hey, hey God, how you doing? I don't know if it's just the guy in me. You know, like I don't know. But I have a hard time saying daddy. But I I will say father. Father amen but even when i say god like i still have that like same feel you know that he's close that he hears me he's listening like when we stop and pause my daddy is like hey how's it going you know he's not like scattered and doing other stuff in africa and the middle east we're here in paradise on maui up country in the cool climate And when we pause and when we pray, our Father stops and listens. Amen. Amen. That's good. Okay. So Jesus says, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son that the Son may glorify you. I mean, that was Jesus' mission. That's his mission statement. Why did Jesus come? To glorify the Father. Right? That no glory would be given to him. All glory would be given to his daddy and that should be our mission statement amen like daddy this is all you bro this is all you this is not me this is all you like the errors yeah i'll take credit for that everything else that comes to that shaka that's all you every good and perfect gift god that's all you amen come on this is good stuff right here okay glory ah glory god this is my desire amen Glorify your Son that the Son may glorify you since uh, you have given Him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to all whom you have given. Anybody want to understand what eternal life is? He's going to tell us right now, okay? Verse 3, and this is eternal life. If you've got your own Bible, just highlight, underline, circle, star, flower, something. Put something there because... Jesus is going to tell us plainly what eternal life is all about. And when can this life start? Right now. Amen? This is eternal life. That they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Boom. You can just close that. Memorize that. Boom. You're good to go. You can preach that. Everywhere you go, okay? We can preach that right there. This is eternal life, right? Instead of they, we can put us or me, yeah? This is eternal life. You're talking to yourself right here. It's good to talk to yourself, amen? Okay? That I know you, God, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, your son, whom you have sent good oh shaka. um okay let's skip to verse 24 can we just skip ahead okay so we just found out what what, what eternal life was yeah we just found out what eternal life is anybody want to find out like a little bit about heaven yeah so verse 24 let's just skip ahead we can do that okay verse 24 father you guys like that that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I also in them. Yeah, so we're talking about the future. Yeah, when we make it to heaven, Jesus says um, that we may also be with him where he is to see him in his glory. Hey, I don't know what you have an expectation for heaven, but that's the primary focus of why we're going I mean, granted, He's building us mansions. Amen? Biblical? Biblical. Okay? But my desire is not for the mansion. My desire is for the Messiah. Amen? Like, to see our Father glorified, high and lifted up. Like, like we try here, but we fall very short of what is deserving of Him when it comes to worship. You know? Like, just read... Spend some time, go read Revelation tonight about what worship's supposed to look like. I mean, just myriads upon myriads of people lifting up praises to him and angels that when they worship, like there's earthquakes and smoke just comes out of nowhere, you know? Like and this like offering bowls that rise up and there's incense and clouds and the train of his robe is like just, I wanna be there, amen? Like that's Jesus' prayer, that we may see him in his glory, And praise God that we can live in such a way, we can pray in such a way where what? We get to see him in his glory, you know? Like we get to go from glory to glory. You know, I love this song. Glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. You know, just like we can go from moment to moment to moment to moment. God moment to God moment to God moment. How many of you guys since camp have gone from camp God moment to another God moment to another God moment to another God? God? Shaka? Hopefully none of you in here are still stuck on the camp God moment and there hasn't been, it's just been silent since then. You know, that, that's not good. But hopefully you've gone from moment to moment where we've been gathered together and it's been good and other times where we haven't been gathered, gathered together and it's still been good, amen? Like you're still hanging out with the Father and you're still meeting with Him. Hey, I can't sell it enough that this is the most important thing. We get to sing with him. Sometimes we don't get to sing with him. But both are good. You know? Sometimes we get to hear God's word spoken. And then sometimes we just get to read God's word written. And both are good. Amen? Sometimes you get to sing with lights and and full band. and, And it's like awesome singing next to other people. And sometimes it's just silence. But both are good. Both are good. Amen? Because it's the Father and us. Hey! It's the Father and me. It's the Father and Us. All that we have around us. None of it's gonna last. You guys like that little background pads that we had going on tonight? It's like, what is that? It's angels. Guitars not playing, and I still hear this like ah. that's kind of cool, yeah. It's like the one-man band that doesn't sound like a one-man band. Ah. Amen? But none of that matters. The most important thing is that we get to spend time with our daddy. If If you can experience that and be able to pass that on, hey, your work is done. Your work is done. The fire has started and you just go and you just blow on it, you know? Hopefully there's not spit coming out as you blow. Amen, amen, amen. amen. So in order to share that, we have to... What? Experience. Amen? amen? In order to pass on this intimate relationship with our Father, we have to have an intimate relationship with our Father. Yeah, Then in our prayer times, we want to go deeper. In our, in our, in our times of the God's word, we want to go deeper. Okay, so let's, in between verse 3 and 24, amen? Um, economy times word is used. Start at verse 6. So verse 6 has one. Verse 8 has one. Verse, where's the next one? I know verse thirteen has one. Look at me. Look at your Bible. Word, 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 word. Where's all the times and how many times is is word used in chapter seventeen? The word, word, not words, like not how many words are in seven, like W O R D D or S. Okay. All right. Let's let's follow. Okay. So, verse 6, unless some people have it, they're skimming real fast. Okay. Anybody? Okay. So, Kephah says four or more than four okay all right so let's look verse 6 I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world yours they were and you gave them to me and they have kept your word hey so part of us becoming sons and daughters of God means that we become people who are keepers of God's word amen one uh, characteristic of us being a son and daughter of god is that we keep god's word which means we can hold god's word which means we study god's word so that we can articulate and describe god's word one of the main roles uh, that i feel as a pastor is to defend god's word to clearly articulate to people what god's word says amen like i just had a friend who asked me um Recently, hey, what do you think about homosexuality? And that's really easy for me to respond to. Why? Because I know what God's word says. That we love people. Amen? Of all race, all gender, all background. Period. That's easy for me. Why you got to separate homosexuality? Well, because the world is separating homosexuality. Amen? Is there restrictions within Christian leadership? Yes. Yes. Not only homosexuality, even by gender. Even by behavior. Even how you manage your household. So, we want to be able to be keepers of God's word. Verse 8. For I have given them the words you gave me. How many of us want things from the Father? Amen. People want things from the Father. There's no greater thing that you can get from the Father than his words i mean how many of us have gotten a word from god like you prayed said god i need direction and he said go left amen god i have two choices which should i choose and he's like i think you should choose this option or maybe he closes one option and you only get one option you know sometimes it's god speaking amen Is that good stuff? stuff. Man, that... Miracle... Out of the ordinary... Those things don't happen every day. But for those who have this connection with God, who are led by His Spirit, really, whatever it is that He says we do, it's like this interwovenness of when our Father speaks, we speak. When He moves, we move. Amen? But He knows our hearts. He knows your heart. He knows what you're feeling tonight. Okay, where's the next one? I think the next one is 13, yeah? Verse 13. But now I come, I'm coming to you and these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. 14. 14. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. So he gave us the word, and why is uh, anybody, any other group out there more hated than Christians? Close? Well, hated but not persecuted any other people group out there persecuted hated more than choose close for sure but they're it's similar you know I don't think so yeah I mean any other people group like ridiculously hated not for being bad for being good. African Americans, you know, I got love for the brothers, you know. <laughs> you know? Uh, I don't know if there's any, any people group out there who's hated more than Christians. Amen. And, and why? <laughs> Not so much because of our behavior. I mean, Christians like do amazing things we do a lot of like great services to the community but as we're talking about God's word we come into the very thing on why we are hated by others why are we hated by others one because we're not like them and why aren't we like them why aren't we like others because we live our lives according to what his word that is counter to what what other people in the world are living their lives by like Jesus says that he is truth and there's no other way except what his way like there's no multiple choice there's one choice one option and if you don't take it you're not gonna make it that's good little rhyming right there you're like yeah that's smooth yeah okay Yeah? That's kind of corny, but it doesn't matter. It was good. I don't know. What did I say? Yeah. God's word. Jesus says, I am what? The way, the truth, and the life, and Everyone makes it to the Father on their own by their own good works. <laughs> yes, preach that. No, <laughs> Jesus says what? I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one, comes to the Father except no one who's no one. No one comes to the Father except what? Through except through Him. Which means we can take other routes. Yes. No, no. zero routes. Only Jesus route. Amen. Anybody want to stand out in this world? Align your life with God's word. Amen. Okay. Uh, Last little tidbit from here. There's more here. I'm not going to cover it all. Last little tidbit. Uh, How many times does Jesus refer in this prayer oneness, unity? more than once yeah. no? follow me verse 11 <clears throat> start in verse 11 you guys ready Vinny you following me okay verse 11 Vinny And I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. Who is he talking about when he says we? God the Father and God the Son. When he's saying, my prayer is that we hear humans like, living now would be united and in a relationship in such a way where it mirrors the relationship that Jesus has with the Father. Are you guys hearing that language? This is what I'm talking about earlier when all are invited into this relationship but not everybody actually goes there. Why? Because to get to a place of intimacy Yeah, you gotta actually look for it, you gotta work for it, you gotta search for it. All are invited, but I mean I think about it in my own life. Like I've come across so many people, and how many of them are like my close, close, close friends? Not many. Why? Not because they're not invited, but because they don't stay at it. You know? And it's Jesus' desire that we would be one with him and one with each other, just like he is with the Father. You guys following me? Okay, so verse 11, that they may be one even as we are one. Amen? Uh, skip down to, where's the next one? Uh, 21. Let's go from 20. I do not ask for these only, Oh, this is good. Everybody highlight verse 20. Let's skip to 21. I'm going to get back to 20. So 21, actually shoot, I got to read it too. 20. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their through their words. So what what just happened? What just happened? Hey, what just happened? God's word came into Christ Christ Jesus shared his word to his disciples. The disciples owned that word and they shared that word and so Jesus was praying not only for the disciples but but for those who would hear God's word that went to Jesus, that went to the disciples, that went to the next generation of believers. In an essence, Jesus was praying for us, for those who would believe because of the word that the disciples shared that God that, that they got from Jesus, that Jesus got from God. Like that word sanctified them. And then so 21, uh, and why would we do that? He prayed for those who would believe in Jesus through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you sent me. In the midst of us and how we get together and how we love one another, the world, hey, is going to see Jesus. The world is going to see Jesus by how we spend time with the Father and then spend time with one another and become so connected that we're just inner-threaded. Amen? Verse 22. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them that they may be what? One. Yeah? Even as we are one. Verse 23. Jesus takes it up a notch. Follow me here. Follow me. Verse 23. I in them and you in me that they may become one. What does it say? Not just one, but perfectly one. Remember earlier in the, in the service, I asked you guys, how many of you guys have a perfect relationship? And really, I don't know if any of us have a perfect relationship. I think through Jesus, we can have perfect relationships. Why? Because that's what Jesus prayed for. We can have perfect marriages by fallen people. We can also be A perfect church with fallen people. Why? Because Jesus is in the midst of all of us. You following me? So just like Jesus not holding my sin against me, I also cannot hold your sin against you. And really the barrier that has separated us in our relationship is atoned for and... Oh, come on. Come on, my friends. God is holy and he's sinless. Man is not holy and we are full of sin amen what was the problem come on micah what is the problem separation yeah god is holy and sinless man is man is not holy and we are full of sin the problem is micah what is the problem you said it come on say it again separation what is the solution jesus okay but how was jesus the solution The only thing that separated us from God was our sinfulness that Jesus atoned for on the cross. So now there's no more sin that separated us from God. So what's there? Ungodliness and godliness, pure, perfect godliness. But God is in the process of making us godly and holy. Amen? Like we're holy now, but we are in the process of becoming more holy. And as we become more holy together, we become less about us and more about each other and more about the Father. And so our fallen nature is less and His holy nature is more and we can have perfect relationships around us because we are loving on others and united with others that are less about themselves and more about the other. So the very prayers that Jesus asked four times, God, Let them be one, even as you and I are one. God, I'm going to just reassert that, that let them be one, even as you and I are one. God, not only for them, but for those who are going to hear their word, let us all be united in one. And then he goes again and he says, let them be so united that they are perfectly one. And if you have been around unashamed at all, you've experienced at least one of those relationships where there's not separation in age or gender or church or financial status or talent, but we are united in Christ. Amen? And I want to do that more. I want to do that more Because we cannot just, it cannot just be the Jesus group, you know. We've got to have a heart for other people. So my question to you tonight is: Who is discipling you? And who are if you're not discipling, if you're not ready to disciple, who are you even just praying for? I'm going to ask you guys like throughout the rest of this summer it's a great time for us to learn more about god amen and if you're not in a place where you feel like you can teach anybody start praying for us even and even if you don't have anybody in mind to say god i'm not sure who it is that you have in store for me to lead to you but i pray for that person already start massaging their heart god start talking to them start opening up their heart to you god because when i get a hold of them yeah it's action. Why? Because you've been praying for this person already. I'm just learning and partnering with you right now. John 17. Jesus already started praying for them. Amen. We just catching up with his prayer. So, little tidbit on that. If you don't have anybody that's pouring into you, like like intentional, like Kioni, I need you to disciple me. If you don't know that you need to be intentional and actually talk to, like, you have to go to somebody that you see that's older than you of the same gender and say, hey, I want you to lead me and teach me about Jesus. Amen? Amen? Let's at least start with there. Like, everybody in this place should have somebody that's pouring into you. Yeah? Same gender, different age or at least different, like, scenario in your Christianity, you know? Like, in the same age, but maybe you've just been walking with the Lord forever, and this person is just starting, you know? Like, I think that can work with some discipleship and stewarding from the pastors and leaders. Amen? Amen? So, Shaka, yeah, we know what eternal life is. We know what is in store for us. And along the way, we stay dedicated to God's Word and each other. Amen?